Hi everyone, it's been a while since uh, my last podcast on the software engineering career newsletter on Substack, but um, today I want to talk about uh, an an interesting realization I've had um, in the last uh, over a decade of working in the software industry about um, the relationship between top performers and the number of commits. First off, I I definitely want to sort of uh, let it be known that I firmly belong in the camp of um, not counting commits and pull requests as a measure of engineering productivity. I actually think it's a bad idea. Um, There are so many reasons a bad idea, but you know, one of the main ones is, first of all, I mean, it's easy to game, but more importantly, I think the main issue with counting commits is oftentimes our jobs as software engineers is not to write code. Um, and, and that's sort of the most important thing uh, for us to keep in mind is solving customer problem um, and programming and, and, and writing software is one way to solve it, but there's so many other ways to solve it as well. Um, but having said all of that, one thing I've realized is um, in the last almost 15 years is uh, across many teams, um, that for top performers, their count of commits and pull requests is consistently higher than most of their teammates, all of their teammates. In fact, um, in certain cases, I've seen top performers outnumber uh, by 50%, in some cases 75%, um, uh, you know, compared to the second highest committer. Um, and, and before we go any further, I think maybe it uh, requires clarification around what top performer really means. To me, a top performer, at least in this context, is somebody who is a go-to person on the team, who is recognized as somebody who has a lot of awareness of the code, of the customer issue, um, and and can be relied on as a um, as a consistent delivery, uh, as a person who consistently delivers um, their features or projects on time based on their own estimates and is somebody who's generally not afraid to take on any new challenging projects. Now, the question I asked myself is what are the sort of commonalities between the features, uh, you know, commonalities in in the attributes of these top performers who consistently have higher commits than their other um, uh, teammates and why do they have these um, commit numbers? I think a couple things come to mind. I think three things here. I think one is I think they're really good at staging their work in that they're able to break up large projects or large sized um, PRs into smaller chunks that are easily reviewable, um, are easily, uh, you know, we, if, if, if we merge them, we are, uh, it, it's easier to roll them back. So therefore they are lower risk, right? So, um, as such, I think it's a uh, anti-pattern to have large commits with a ton of files changed. Uh, it becomes really hard to review, increases the scope for bugs to creep in. Smaller changes, um, bite-sized changes are easy to review, uh, more self-contained and uh, less risky to ship. Um, secondly, it's velocity. I think something uh, that I see uh, is common among all these top performers is overall their velocity. I don't think that's a huge surprise. Um, it's velocity is not a developer velocity is not an overnight thing it takes months or years to become proficient with the code base the technology uh, but sort of the more you know the code base the more you uh, you know you're faster at it so it's 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 a virtuous cycle you know you start out slow but over time the more you code the more familiar you become 
and and the faster you become and the faster you become uh, the more work you do and and you become even faster and more um, self -aware, more aware of the code base uh, so velocity is number two and I think lastly and perhaps more most important reason for for you know top performers having the highest number of commits is I think just an increased sense of ownership and agency generally I've seen such um, folks just take on more ownership they you know if they find an issue along the way uh, they kind of make a note of it and come back to fix it or they might fix it as they go uh, they kind of sort of have this mentality of leaving the code base better than they found it and they practice this practice this on a daily basis um, part of the reason they can take on more ownership is just because you know they're faster and uh, you know they're quick to begin with and so they kind of include improvements in tweaks as part of their regular workflow so they don't think that oh you know here's an issue but it's not my problem someone else can fix it i'm just going to file a uh, ticket and forget about it uh, but they kind of really own the problem and they use their best judgment to solve the solve the problem in the moment they're not waiting for somebody to tell them hey go do this they um they find something they fix it um and so so they're overall just high agency um employees you know and so one might imagine that you know with somebody who is sort of so focused um you know they might um be less interested in helping others and more interested in doing solo work however in my experience i found such engineers to actually be very generous with their time and, and quite often they will um, help new people on the team become more comfortable with the co code base and, and carve out a good amount of time to help their teammates. There might be, you know, on, 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 the, on the outside, it seems like some sort of Pareto principle is being displayed here. You know, the principle says that 80% of the output comes um, from 20% of the input. I'm not sure. I actually think I, I'm, I'm definitely not an economist. I have no idea. But I will say that if that is, if 80% of the output is coming from 20% of the people on the team, that generally is a bad sign and shows some sort of dysfunction of the team or lopsided um, staffing. There might be, uh, you know, very f a lot of junior engineers and, 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 and perhaps a few senior engineers doing all the work and that, that's probably another dysfunction. But, uh, um, but yeah, I think... Uh, I think as part of a disclaimer, I want to say that, you know, a lot of uh, extremely sharp, very solid, highly valuable engineers on a team are not the top committers and they take, a, you know, they, they value, give more um, value to correctness. And so they go slow and steady and may not have as many commits, but they're equally valuable and sometimes more valuable. Um, but this was still an interesting observation to me and I, I, I wanted to sort of um, talk about it and unpack it a bit more. Finally, I think uh, last thing I want to say is that um, if you find yourself admiring these qualities, if you find, if you think that your team has such a top performer who is consistently sort of just outputting a lot of work, I think um, it's okay to be intimidated by them to begin with. But I think um, I think it's important to understand how they got there and what are their uh, sort of qualities. One thing I've figured out is such people. Um, they don't sort of just learn the incantations of how to do something. They they understand. They go they go beyond the surface level. They understand why something is working the way it is. And so once you once you go below surface level and you have a deeper understanding, I think that level of understanding, that level of knowledge can 
really really help you accelerate your work and and, and future um, knowledge gathering I think once you understand the principle um, you know any new technology any new language you can apply those principles as well and sort of um, uh, you know new things don't have a strong a, a huge learning curve anymore for you so I think that's sort of something to um, uh, take away from from such um, folks on the team okay all right thank you I hope this was informative thanks